0: This episode of the Kryptonop Podcast is brought to you by Cryptid Crate, and we have an updated offer. Visit CryptidCrate.com, and at checkout, use our promo code GRAMPUS, that's G-R-A-M-P-U-S, to get 10% off the entire life of your subscription. Cryptid Crate is a monthly subscription box filled with various cryptozoology and paranormal-themed items to wear, display, and collect. The code before gave you 20% off your first monthly box, but this updated code is going to give you 10% off the entire life of your subscription. And May's Cryptid Crate was valued at over $100. So be sure to jump on this offer while you can. And again, that is CryptidCrate.com. Our promo code GRAMPUS, G-R-A-M-P-U-S, to get 10% off the entire life of your Cryptid Crate subscription. Also, we want to remind you guys that this weekend we're going to be at the Salt City Horror Festival, and that's Saturday, April 28th at 11 a.m. at the Palace Theater in Syracuse, New York. The links for tickets are going to be in the description of this podcast, so be sure to get your tickets and come hang out. Uh, Yeah, we're going to have a table set up. We're going to be talking monsters. We would love to hang out and meet you guys, so any local listeners, be sure to come out. And again, that is the Salt City Horror Festival, Saturday, April 28th the Palace Theater in Syracuse, New York. So, before we get started with this week's episode, we just wanted to take a moment to say, rest in peace, Art Bell. Unfortunately, he passed away on Friday, April the 13th. Um, Myself, Chris, and Rob are all old-school, coast-to-coast AM fans. So, obviously, Art has been a huge influence on us, you know, in our ventures into cryptozoology and paranormal phenomenon and aliens and UFOs and anything that is, you know, high strangeness. We are very sad to see Art go godspeed to you good sir we hope to see you on the other side of this reality whatever this reality may be so without further ado christopher q the creepy music our podcast. I'm Mark Doors and with me as always is
1: Chris Grant. why are you laughing? I was just like, trying
0: to <laughs> I was trying to put a little inflection oh, in my voice. No, I, I was just trying to get a little bit more natural because I'm literally a robot that says the same thing you, and
2: you have a complex. Wow. I think you sound wonderful every time. This is Rob Moore. I'm here. technically AI. Wow. And oh, not the good kind no. either. Well, what what You're Skynet, the you're immortal AI? dictator you're that You're Skynet with like nice hair and a fucking well-coiffed beard.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. I am Dadge. Here with me is.
0: (laughs) Oh, we're on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Be sure to check us out there. Come talk with us. We have a great time talking with everybody. Okay, so this week we have reviews coming from, uh, the name is is every nickname being used
1: oh no yeah
0: the title is so good damn. hot damn thank so you so this podcast is freaking hilarious and interesting i thought i was a cryptid probe and i've heard some unique ones on here uh the chemistry with the guys is awesome and it makes me want to grab a beer with these guys and chat it up and that was a five-star review
1: all right oh, buy wow. some beer and we'll talk so yeah, is absolutely.
0: every nickname being used thank you that's a very great that was a very totally much obliged. Uh, the next review comes to us again from or from the uh, iTunes store. The name is Cranky Geek, and the title is Weird Monsters Glore, and this is another five-star review. Great audio and good stories. These guys take the monsters far more seriously than I would have guessed, Ha!
2: which Ooh. is kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we don't take ourselves or perhaps our delivery yeah. very seriously at all, but... We are genuine geeks. We're skeptics. Well, yeah, but we're monster geeks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we wouldn't put in the time if we weren't. No, we would not. (laughs) Really? Yes. could you imagine if we just didn't give fucks and we're just like trying to be crassly, you know, get all that crypto cash? And I don't mean bitcoins. I mean like all that hot monster cash yeah. that doesn't exist, by the way. Yeah, no, that that, that, that well dried up yeah. years ago. <laughs> all right, so this
0: week we were talking about the grinning man, alien phantom, or MIB, and this is located in the world. In the world, it's, what's a MIB? It, it Men in Black.
1: Okay, Men in just Black. Make it true. Yep. Because yeah. people we didn't gotta know. clarify. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to get this started. The origins and intentions of these frankly terrifying and undoubtedly enigmatic entities are beyond fathoming, but what is known is that these leering beings have been seen in conjunction with UFOs, extraterrestrial encounters, and even North America's most famous paranormal manifestation, the Mothman of West Virginia. Hear the gentle flapping. <laughs> the Grinning Man. All right, Robert. This is... Uh, this is this has been kicking around our radar for a little bit. Oh, I'm
2: kind of stoked. Freaked me out. When I first read about this, and uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about John Keel, who's the guy that kind of broke this story. Uh, I was young. It was a paperback. I think it was either um, The Complete Guide to Mysterious Beings or The, the Creatures of Time I Forgot. Whatever the first edition of it was, I got an old beat paperback. And I Ooh. read about this, and I kept looking. I had a kitchen window that stood maybe about seven feet above the ground and I would yep. constantly be glancing over. Like, looking for is, him? Is it there? I is it, it looking it, at I me? Know. So this one has been with me for a while, and, uh, and I love it. So let's get started. Eyewitnesses claim that the Grinning Man is a looming figure who stands between six and seven feet tall. His scalp is said to be devoid of hair, and his dark, often beady eyes are nestled unnaturally far apart in his domed skull. Good luck on <sighs>
0: uh, one of those dating apps where you got to swipe left or swipe right or whatever. Yeah. It's a tough profile to look at.
2: Kinda um, gross. It, it's a little grubby. Yep. Alright. I used the word skull a lot at that time. <laughs> skull, skull, skull. I, six I, foot tall, skull, skull, Eyes. skull, I I skull, actually, skull. The eyes, first time skull. I had to say sculp, but I I, I I just I read that wrong. So now I'm a Misfits fucking lyricist. <laughs> I had I to actually call me out, because everyone been out there listening going, really, dude? Did you just do that? Yeah. And I just want everyone to know I didn't when I wrote it. I did when well, I wrote it. Well, look, 17 skulls later, we're moving All on. Right. Many observers are so perturbed by the grinning man's visage that they are later unable to recall whether or not he had a nose or ears, and as disturbing as that may be, far and away his most disconcerting characteristic is the wide, hideous, shark-like grin that is perpetually plastered across his sneering face. It almost sounds like Gross. the
0: look on his face takes away from his lack of or or either he has them or he doesn't have them. His eyes and his nose. Yeah, his either nose his either ears.
2: they're small either, or non-existent yeah. or they're just there but the beady little eyes that are right. you know far apart and this giant hideous And you're like, yeah.
0: you're like, he's already weird looking. I don't care if he has
2: you know, a nose. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't notice yeah. anything else.
1: It's like some Resident Evil shit. It yeah, is a little bit. It is, yeah. Like, look at it. It's just a big mouth. That's it. <laughs> just <Some> teeth.
2: <laughs> yeah, I little, hate you. Dark eyes. <laughs> Go away. Don't twitch. All right. I hate you. <laughs> don't <laughs> twitch. <laughs> Please don't twitch. Oh, God. Renowned paranormal investigator and Mothman Prophecies author John Keel, aforementioned, is considered to be the first researcher to mention the creature, or more likely than not, creatures, that have collectively come to be known as the Grinning Man in his 1970 book, Strange Creatures from Time and Space. Ooh. While there are those who suggest that these humanoid, though decidedly inhuman entities, have been seen for centuries, Keel, in his seminal tone discusses what is believed to be the first run-in with this peculiar entity. The encounter in question occurred in Elizabeth, New Jersey at approximately 9.45 p.m. on the night of October 11th, 1966. Mm. Now we know. Good, I'm glad. The incident involved two boys, Martin, Mouse, and Munov and James Jimmy Yankaitis. Wait that a, a minute. minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's right. Martin Mouse
0: Munov? 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 And, and James okay. Jimmy Yankaitis.
2: Yankaitis.
0: Yankitis. Yankitis. Yankitis
2: it's the most Jersey thing that's ever happened. Oh,
0: oh God. There's got to be a town with a mayor, and that mayor might have to be
2: Jimmy Kitus. big fucking
0: Lou. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> well, it's, it's
2: Jersey. You're right. I didn't. Yep. I didn't even know where you're going with Just that. Saying. All right. So these boys, Mouse and Jimmy, were walking home along New Jersey and Fourth Street when they turned onto a road that ran adjacent to the elevated New Jersey Turnpike. There was a treacherously steep thirty foot slant running from the hectic Turnpike above, Turnpike, excuse me, above them, all the way down to the tall chain link fence that ran parallel to the route that the boys were walking. The the decline on the other side of the fence was so steep that the boys had never seen anyone attempt to scale it, nor had they ever seen anyone on the opposite side of the rusted fence. But this night would be an exception to the rule. Mm. Both Munov and Yankitis were nervous as they speedily slipped in and out of the pools of light cast by the street lamps above. What had made them anxious was the rumor they'd heard about a local woman who had been chased by a tall, green man earlier that evening in the very same neighborhood. Little could the boys predict, when they stopped to catch their breath a few moments later, that their date with the unknown was about to begin. Mm. And become known. Mm-hmm. It will be known, Forever known. Forever known. <laughs> it was Yankitis who first skull, noticed... Skull, skull, skull. <laughs> <Sorry>. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was Yankitis who first noticed the uh. ominous humanoid figure standing in the thick scrub brush on the opposite side of the fence behind Munov. He appeared to be ignoring the boys and staring at a house across the street. Yankitis would later describe the smirking brute for both the police and Keel, And this is what he said. He was the strangest guy we've ever seen. He was standing behind the fence. I don't know how he got there. He was the biggest man I ever saw. The concerned Yankitis wasted no time in alerting his unwary pal about the scary silhouette that was stationed behind him. Munov slowly turned and saw a huge figure clad in a green one-piece suit that seemed to be reflecting the streetlight above. Munov's account is also in his report to the police. That's what he said. Jimmy nudged me and said, who's that guy standing behind you? The fuck it sucks. I know. <laughs> oh, first, first, man. You think Jimmy's being a dick. You're like, fuck you. Yeah, I know. you. Fuck you. You're both kind of like... Mouse.
1: Yep. It's yeah. Scared to begin with, and then someone's like, oh,
2: I'm going yeah. to be the dick. I'm going to oh, be the dick.
0: Who's that guy standing behind you?
2: <laughs> hey, uh-huh. Yeah. You nailed it. <laughs> Not really. Uh, I looked around, and there he was, behind the fence, just standing there. He pivoted around and looked right at us. Then he grinned a big old grin. Mm. The two young men took heed of their fight-or-flight instinct and sprinted away from the scene before the eerie emerald apparition could scale the fence and take pursuit. Just three days after their unusual encounter, Keel arrived on the scene with UFO investigator James Mosley and, oddly enough, famed actor and paranormal enthusiast Chuck McCann. Let me tell you guys a little bit about Chuck McCann. (laughs) It doesn't bear on anything. It's just kind of amazing that he was fucking there. McCann, a prolific Voice and character actor who has been in everything from Fantasy Island and Knight Rider to the Rockford Files and even G.I. Joe's, I'm sorry, 1980s G.I. Joe animated series wherein he brought his prodigious talents to the voice of the character Leatherneck. Leatherneck
0: shows up. <laughs> leatherneck pear- shows up. <laughs> normal investigation. <laughs> 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 why with, not? With two kids that are like, oh, Jesus this leatherneck is out. Better than us. shipwreck.
2: and we- all fairness, yeah. Where's the monster? Where
1: is he? Hey, his parents being a real pain in my ass. Green right? Yeah, sure. All we ever do is complain about the fucking parents. Yeah, you did. Well, the parents just—I don't know why you dealt with them. Parent was kind of an asshole. Well, shipwreck was probably abusive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, the truth, now that I think about it, yeah, because he he's got like the he's got like the like the like the like the, like the, the vest with it, the cut off arms and this is tattoo showing. And he just he has a
1: bad attitude. Yeah, if he's always walking
0: if, around With firearms in front of. If kids. you're in a I clandestine
1: government that. thing, is that how your main sailor guy is going to dress? <laughs> like In a blue fucking button shirt with a f- hat, <laughs> like
0: he
2: just walked out of the Blue Oyster. Yeah, like yeah, a, yeah no, yeah. yeah, no,
0: like a biker slash village person with a with a, a pair that's a prick. Yeah. 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 Not yeah, good. It, it, not t- good. it
2: just seems like you're you're not recruiting the best of so, the best. So this
0: guy's on the scene.
2: Yes, how Chuck, Chuck in McCann.
0: the wow? What connection does this guy have to anything besides he's like, this is what I do. I like paranormal shit. Let's go check out the uh, grinning man.
2: Boom. That's it. That's it. Son of a. And why wouldn't you? If you're Chuck McCann making your Chuck McCann money when you're not on episodes of Kojak and whatnot, That's true, why yeah. would you not like hang out with Mothman Prophecies? So he's guys? in a
0: good spot in his life where he's like, look, man, I'm doing my thing. I'm collecting my checks. I'm going to go investigate shit with John Keel.
2: Absolutely. Kind of cool. It's kind of the perfect Kinda way to cool. spend your later, well, not even later, his mid-career. Yeah. Because he went on for a long time. All right. Munov and Yankitis were interviewed individually and according to Keel gave identical accounts of the event. Keel described what the boys had told him and McCann. The man was over six feet tall, they agreed, and was dressed in a sparkling green coverall costume that shimmered and seemed to reflect the street lights. There was a wide black belt around his waist. He had a very dark complexion and little round eyes, real beady, set far apart. They could not remember seeing any hair, ears, or nose on this figure. Hmm. McCann, a solidly built actor who stood 6'2", stood up, and both boys insisted that the Grinning Man was not only taller than the TV star, but much broader as well. This would make him an imposing figure. That's a pretty big, yeah. I mean, if dude six two, and and he was a solidly built dude. I mean, he was a stocky <clears throat> dude. He wasn't like a frail six two. So, Keel and his fellow investigators went to the site of the encounter, wondering whether or not the menacing man behind the fence might actually have been a stranded motorist. Upon inspection of the scene, however, Keel concluded that the incline was not only too sharp to negotiate, especially at night, but that any sane person with car troubles who had fallen down the hill to land behind the high fence would likely have called out for help rather than leer maniacally. That just makes sense. It's weird that he was staring at a house, though. Yeah, I know that when they first said that, I'm like. Like, you know, we, we don't know anything. Like, I don't know what Keel did if he asked, like, who lives there, right. what's going on. But that would be something Staring I would have followed house. up as an investigator. I would have been like, like, why? Why? Show me the house. I would have knocked on the door and been like, "Hey, you seen anything odd lately?" You know. So these kids
0: kind of the the grinning man didn't find the kids. The kids kind of stumbled upon him, just being there, which is kind of kind of creepy.
2: It is creepy. And, weird. and was it the same entity that chased somebody earlier that evening? The story that made them so nervous to begin with right. about the green man or green suited man, perhaps chasing somebody yeah. was it the person that lived in that house that mm-hmm. late was it was was he like stalking mcstalkerton yeah. i don't know we just we don't know because we just have the information that was passed on basically right. yeah so here's where things again it gets peripheral but but where you get an association with uh the grinning man and maybe things that are non-terrestrial it wasn't long before the boys' bizarre tale spread throughout the neighborhood, and folks began to speculate that the so-called Grinning Man might be associated with a UFO sighting that had occurred at exactly the same time, just 40 miles north of Elizabeth, near a DuPont explosives factory outside of Pompton Lakes. Not where you want to see a UFO? Explosives factory. Well, they seem to like things that go boom. In Nuclear t- reactors, du- military bases.
0: DuPont is big into explosives? Or are they just, oh, they, they have one of those businesses, they just make everything, And it was right?
2: 66. The initial eyewitnesses to the event were an unnamed police officer and his wife who stared in astonishment as the object, which they described as resembling a blazing white light as big as a car, nearly hit an almost 600-foot-tall television tower before vanishing over nearby hills. As if, the, uh, as if they weren't credible enough witnesses, on the opposite side of the hills, two additional police officers would also catch more than a glimpse of the incredible airborne anomaly. One of the officers would state, uh, "Let us see, Benjamin Sergeant Benjamin Thompson, that the light was brilliantly white. It lit up the whole area for about three hundred yards. In fact, it blinded me when I got out of the patrol car to look at it. I couldn't see for about twenty minutes afterwards." Ah, uh, don't stare into the eclipse. It would be due to this possibly coincidental incident that the Grinning Man <laughs> phenomenon would become forever associated with UFOs and terrestrial mm-hmm. or extraterrestrial. I'm sorry, entities. So. Forty That's the deal. Miles away, but at exactly the same time. I know. I mean, it's it's a little tenuous for me. Well the Well it doesn't mean
1: there's maybe couldn't be more than one, <clears throat> but anytime you anytime we have a story like this, right. if there's a sighting we have, we have you have to you have to mention it. You have to mention yeah. it. Especially if it's <clears throat>
2: And considering it happened at
1: exactly the same time. Not just a sudden, like, oh, look, there's something, but this is, that's yeah, more no, experience. If somebody, if somebody like,
2: in Peru saw, like, a chupacabra at the same time there was a Sasquatch thing in British Columbia, you wouldn't necessarily, even if it happened at the exact same time, have to correlate. But 40 miles away, weird, tall, inhuman yeah, type thing, a yeah. UFO that at least three cops and, and one of their wives saw... Right. I, the funniest part about the UFO is, like, it avoid hitting a television tower. Like, to me, that's yeah. like it's not a meteor. It's not anything. And plus, yeah. it's the size of a car. just going, oh. How do you not <laughs> yeah. notice that, dude? You have the tech to go, like, a parachute Maybe across not. the cosmos.
1: If it actually was a car. <laughs> a flying. Shady, shady, bang, bang. Yeah, it could have been. It could have been <laughs> oh, shitty, oh, bang. You go, the yeah. fucking Jetsons. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or just some a- some alien pilot not paying attention. And, you know, his buddy being like, God damn it, Jared. We almost hit the fucking telephone pole. I'm directive.
2: Don't fuck with stuff.
1: Yeah, that's right, don't. That's yeah, true. It's
0: you cut off. Don't, don't smash
2: into uh, towers. You cut that's off bad. the cable. or uh, I don't even know if it would have been cable. You cut off the whatever it, 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 that yeah, way. You yeah. know The television signals that oh, were being yeah. broadcast. People the can't watch UH, their honeymooners.
0: UHF or whatever, right? You know, I, have, don't, have, don't, I don't know, broadcast know what broadcast signal is. FCC <laughs>
2: shit. <Yeah.
0: laughs> I don't even have television anymore. It's all over the fucking They're,
2: they're watching Channel U. 3, 5, and 9. So here's the thing. This is the first account that Kiel ever stumbled across. He's the one that started making connections with other famous cases. Now, obviously, the most famous case John Kiel was ever involved in is the Mothman, mm-hmm. which is much more mainstream than the stuff we usually like to tackle, but we are absolutely going to at some point do <laughs> the Mothman. Right. More importantly, what is associated with the Mothman is an entity... There's a lot of different things that happened. There was poltergeists and all sorts of weird shit, men in black. But there was a specific entity that came out of a UFO on November 2nd, 1966, which is less than a month after the New Jersey incident. Okay. In which an entity named Indrid Cold landed in a UFO in front of a car uh, driven by Woodrow Derenberg, I believe. Yep. Now... There's a whole series of events involving Indrid Cold and Woodrow and his course, and, and that's getting its own episode. He's going to require his own, uh,
0: yeah, his own episode. Well, upon further research, we have an entire civilization that this being belongs to, with like a trade organization. They are nudists. There's a, and there's a, there's a whole thing we have to do. Whole into. thing. We can't do it right now. But here's the thing about we Indrid promise, Cold. promise, though, it will
2: happen soon. I wonder if because he he had a really stiff, broad grin. Right. And he had a kind of awkward speaking pattern. I wonder if John Keel, as we're want to do, as a lot of investigators are want to do, just sort of jump the connection a little. As a man
0: myself who likes to jump to connections,
2: interdimensionally speaking, no, of course,
0: I I can see why you do because you have all these different anomalies that you want to tie together. Of
2: course, I'm completely self aware. That's what human beings of my love. My John Keel oh, moments because yeah. Yeah. I have need a lot patterns. Of them. We do. need patterns exactly. He's still just a collector yeah. of stories. Now, his interpretations of those stories are up to him. And in all fairness to Keel, I will add this, that the clothes of Indrid Cold were reflective and made of a material that the appliance salesman noted was quite shiny and had a glistening effect. That's also... So that kind of
0: could tie back into... To the, the, the original Gritting Man, yeah. seen
2: by Munov and Yankaitis, Yeah, was still my favorite name ever. You know, so... so Jimmy Yankaitis. So Indrid's going to get his own thing, but... After that, there was um, also an encounter in Point Pleasant uh, with the Lily family where a a girl, uh, I think she was a teenage girl living in the house, uh, during the whole Mothman phenomenon, I'll say this, according to Mrs. Lily, uh, we've seen all kinds of strange things. Blue lights, green ones, red ones, things that change color. Some have been so low we thought we could see diamond-shaped windows in them, and none of them make any noise at all. The incident... In this case, and remember, this happened right in the thick of the Mothman flap. Uh, the incident involving the grinning man, grinning man however, did not come did not happen to the entire family, but focused <clears throat> on Lily's daughter, Linda. The young lady confided in John Keel that she had woken up one night to see a hulking figure leering down at her while she was in bed. In Linda's own words, "It was a man, a big man, very broad. I could see his face very well, but all I could see was that he was grinning at me." He walked around the bed and stood right over me. I screamed again and hid under the covers. When I looked again, he was gone. So, Ooh. the broad shoulders, right. the, the super leer, and that, yep. all you seem yeah. to be able to notice is the f- teeth. That seems a little more similar to the Elizabeth, New Jersey I sighting of some so months before. I think more so than Injured Cold. Yes. Yeah. But it's interesting that it happened about the same time and in about the same geography yeah. as Injured Cold. but But it's worth mentioning. Now... After this, uh, just to ensure that New Jersey and West Virginia wouldn't have all the fun, in 1966 and 67, there was a short wave of encounters with beady-eyed, wide-mouthed, giant prowlers with fixed grins in Provincetown, Massachusetts. I don't have much more about that, but... A lot of reports popped up in that area, too. So Mm. we're getting to see... I don't know if it's a pattern, but it's interesting. And and it's not like the injured cold thing or the New Jersey case were widely circulated. I mean, they made some local papers and stuff. So the fact... uh, You know, I could see where there'd be, like, imitations of the Mothman, which got a lot more press. Mm -hmm. But I think it would be less likely that tall, grinning weirdos... Yeah. I'm not saying for sure that the Massachusetts thing (laughs) is connected, but... Right. And so it's it's the fact that they're so big and they're grinning it's kind of like greys
0: being like you know a short you know with big black eyes and head yeah yeah this is definitely like some 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 sort of an archetype for something yeah. not really sure what it
2: is but. no we'll discuss the possibilities of what this might right. be theories that you know i've had that i've that i've read so one of the the last ones and i'll admit that in articles i've written for mysterious universe as well as uh cryptopia um I've gotten feedback from people and a lot of people tend to see things hovering over their beds or sitting behind it or standing behind a couch or whatever. And they're tall, broad shouldered men with these horrible grins. And then they either scream and look away and it's gone or they run out of the room and when they come back. It's gone. So there's a lot of things that suggest more of a paranormal manifestation. Mm-hmm. These yeah. looks or I should say these accounts are uh, unconfirmed. I can, I've collected a bunch of them, but I haven't really been able to right. process through them. So there's a lot of more contemporary ones. And who knows now that it's kind of in the bloodstream of the culture due to the Internet. You have to kind of take that with a grain of salt to a degree. But I, yeah. but I take all reports we get very seriously and, and do my best to look into them. That haven't been said. The last more official one is the Zanfreda encounter. This is another thing we're going to do. But I'm going to give you just a quick outline. In December of 1978, a 26-year-old night watchman, Piers Zanfreda, was on a routine patrol in the village of Toriglia when he claims he was abducted by a trio of gigantic, yellow-eyed, semi-reptilian aliens. Following this incident would be a series of terrifying abductions that would continue for years, but one of the creepiest encounters he had was not with an alien, quote-unquote, but you guessed it, a grinning man. Oh, Ooh. man, after the yellow-eyed, semi-reptilian aliens grab you. Nine foot tall, by the way. Nine foot tall reptilian. Oh, class,
0: no, classic reptilian. Yeah, just classic, classic yeah. tall-ass,
2: OG NB reptilian. reptilian. Yeah, OG. No,
0: no, they're supposed to be sort of big. No one's going to be scared of a three-and-a-half-foot reptilian. You're going to be like, you could kick it. I would be.
2: No, if a, a three-and-a-half-foot-tall reptilian was scurrying at me, dude. I would be shitting my neck Yeah, dude, if there's...
1: Any if a spider was running at you, just a little bit bigger than a daddy long legs.
2: Well, yeah, you'd
1: but book. I would can, lose but my in mind. comparison
0: so. to a nine foot draconian, I'm clearly going to go for the little tiny one. Well, yeah, because comparatively you can, speaking, you can kick it. You could probably give it like an RKO. Wow, yeah, it's too small for an RKO. <laughs> well, when it jumps at you, that's when you mid air RKO it.
1: You, you not... just wouldn't be able to do that. Okay, um, if you not bucking at you, s- you'd, you'd book. Oh yeah. You can
0: give it the smallest stone cold stunner in the world. <laughs> <laughs> you can just give it a little kick.
1: I would try, and then I look dragon just punch twice all the time. I try.
0: <laughs> I would attempt to do a, a, a Hadouken to it, but I've yet to pull off a Hadouken. Uh, you so. don't have chi
1: to do that. I know I don't. I don't know. Yeah. So
0: this is a Freda. This is in seventy uh, nine.
2: Yeah. Right. Now, how,
0: okay. So and this guy's so this guy comes in contact with these beings, but then he has a series of abductions, which eventually leads to him meeting a grinning man.
2: Yes. Okay. Now On December that's 3rd, this is when it happened. December 3rd, 1979, <laughs> at approximately 9.30 p.m., Sanfreda got out of his car at a self-service gas station near downtown Genoa. He claimed that he heard someone calling out to him from the shadows outside the station. Sanfreda described, described the entity that was speaking to him as a tall humanoid figure with a bald, egg-shaped head who was dressed in a checkered suit that included a chest plate made of steel. He was also grinning from ear to ear. For the record, I'm going to make that armor
0: in Skyrim this week. Uh, yeah, of course, yes, I'm going to yes, make that. No doubt. So, okay, interesting choice of clothes. Steel chest plate, kind of cool. It's interesting. Checker, uh, checkers. Maybe what? back then were checkers in. Well, I don't know. Have checkers ever been in? I don't know. Who here owns a pair of checker clothing? I do not. I did when well, I was little because I mean, it was leftovers. Plaid,
1: yeah, from my uncle. Flannel. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that's not, that's not really that's, checkered. Not I mean, really. No, yeah. it's just fine. it is. It, it is. is. Okay.
0: So, interesting choice of clothes. Well, you know, yeah. that makes... Some As a pe- callback, he may have shot the Chess King. Oh, ah, my God. second Chess King oh, reference wow. of the pod...
1: Well, of the Chess... Chess King, I don't know, back then. You know, people, again... So that's a sign say, of the yeah, times. Yeah, these actually, legends-
0: it's definitely way before Chess King, so... Legends <laughs> go
2: back to, uh, like, medieval times, even, that people saw, like, leering, grinning men during the plague. Now, I haven't been able to substantiate these. I've just heard people refer to these accounts. Um... In which case is it like a jester's outfit, like some silken checkered right. robe <laughs> thing beneath his metal chest plate?
0: Well, the, the one had like a it was a like green coveralls
2: or something, yeah, the right? like
0: green overalls, well, like no, a, yeah, with no, some
2: a, sweet strapping black belt. belt, yeah. yeah. Which, what, what, so, level, uh, what level of jujitsu is he on dude, his own world? He's, dude,
0: he's it's probably like one of those big, like huge belts that's like the can,
2: fat fabric belt,
0: yeah, that has no real purpose, yeah, like, like a sumo belt, big belt, yeah. So, so we have this archetype of this grinning entity that yeah. that shows up either i guess during or following paranormal and uf ufo sightings
2: absolutely like, weird mm. all right this is, I would say the Zanfretta well, thing is the most directly associated, because if this poor son of a bitch, and again, I promise you guys, I know I say it a lot, Zanfra we are going to do it. is going to be coming. It's going to be, we, we've been talking about it, it's coming soon, and it's awesome. But if this poor bastard, after all of the dealings he has with reptilians and possibly other aliens and some weird shit, if he just randomly runs into a grinning man that is absolutely uninvolved with the rest... He's just got all the shit paranormal luck you could ever wish he never to have. The, yeah. He's got that yeah.
0: trifecta of I live in a haunted house located near a Bigfoot tree and aliens visit me every weekend. He Absolutely. has that trifecta of
2: fuckery, the <laughs> anal probe, but he, <laughs> yeah. but he can't even like take you know take <laughs> solace in sleeping a night through when, no. when the aliens aren't there because the ghosts are rattling <laughs> shit and fucking around. It's just the worst life. Every, every
0: so often you get you, you'll hear accounts of people who are like, yeah, I saw a Bigfoot, then there was a ghost, and then. I was about to by aliens, no, and it's Jesus like, man, that's Christ. a bummer. I mean, that's an exciting weekend,
2: oh, kind of cool, but like, whew. that is the weekend though where you start, you start calling doctors because if any one of us saw yeah. one of those things, I think we'd be mind fucked, and we would instantly regale each other with the tale, and then you know try to process it. If we see two or more. You start really wondering if you've slipped. You're bleeding over into the other dimension. It's possible. And if that's the case... Oh, that's
1: horrible. (sighs) Or or you Tom hanks to yourself in Mazes and Monsters. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And now you're fucked. We've
2: done one pod too many about monsters
1: and boop. So, okay, Rob, what could this possibly... Oh, wait, is there more to this? Just a a little bit. Just the
2: speculations and we're going to wrap it up. Okay. No, no, you're right. What Mark said was correct. Here are some of the theories.
0: All right. So, so this is the what we that... think. Unlike our normal episodes with these things, we really can't. We can't. I mean, we, there's obviously hoax and misreporting things. But this might be the rare occasion where we just have to go, okay, what could these things be besides the obvious misidentification? Because you have or to hoax, wonder what yeah. are the
2: intentions? These things. they're... Again, We're taking them for their word. I've heard uh, allusions to the fact that they've. The people they've caught they've sometimes beat down like a, like some gang initiation, but these again are, are vague and unsubstantiated. What? The cases that we have that were given to local police or local investigators usually involve just a leering creepazoid right. standing there grinning with his tiny little eyes, sometimes yeah. talking to you, oftentimes not, not even always paying attention. Mm. Like I I've got a story from a guy in, in a, a prison, and again I haven't substantiated it, where he woke up to see in this dorm area. Um, it was like a minimum security prison, this kind of entity leering down at another person. And he just turned around and pretended he was sleeping. And when he looked <laughs> again, what it was you gone. Do. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you don't you don't cause a ruckus over that. No, it's not your fight. Because what if it starts looking at you? Yeah, it's not your fight, yeah. and it's not your fault that Mike's about to get yeah. whatever grinning man into the next dimension. Grinning, yeah, yeah. again, that that's
1: like the weird like Dark City shit. Like they fuck with you at yeah. night and they change reality, and you don't know except for a, a, occasionally you wake up. Oh, no,
0: Rob might a, have something a, about that.
2: Second of you. So here's some ideas, right. and I think I think I I like where Chris is going with that because that. Uh, Dark City analogies, actually, and maybe not that far off, because it's really almost impossible to know what their intentions are.
0: No, we can just speculate Here, with our some tiny ideas.
2: human brains. First one, cosmic... Cops!
0: Oh, the worst Green Lantern Corps ever? Oh, the worst. Their no power is words. giant
2: fucking grins? Their power is giant grins and uh, creeping you the fuck out. All right, yeah. cool. And being really awkward at parties. <laughs> yeah, That's the worst guy to bring to a party. That's the worst fucking Like, oh, dude, ever. there's
0: chicks. Don't bring Terry. Oh, <laughs> Terry. <laughs> there's Terry. Oh, God damn it. Who brought the grinning
2: man? Oh, God the dick it. Of the he's God damn, he's not going to
0: talk. He's going to speak telepathically. He has a horrible choice in fashion. And then his reptilian friends are going to show up. Oh,
2: and they will wreck the place. Yeah. Invariably.
0: <laughs> all
1: right. All right. So to you're to... saying he's a lantern? They're to...
0: <laughs> he could be a well. I feel well... like
1: he would not make the core.
0: Cosmic cop.
2: All right, Rob, sorry. Right. So, this leads us to a wild and fascinating theory that I stumbled across, which implies that injured cold in particular and grinning men in general may be agents of a sort of paranormal police force that spontaneously appear in the area of anomalous events in order to keep the peace. Perhaps the supernatural, or possibly intergalactic, perchance, perchance, excuse perchamps? me, Perchampsis <laughs> perchance, and this is for Mark, even interdimensional,
1: yeah, baby,
2: G-men, make sure the interactions between indigenous populations and a, of a given world and these strange invaders of unknown origin mm. remain amicable.
0: Sort of Green Lantern, sort of,
2: grandpa, but more like you know, like refs. Yeah, like, yeah, they kind of step in, right, like, all right, all right here a we moth go. man just slipped into Earth. Terry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Terry we got on this goddamn job twenty six years. And get Agent for... Johnson. <laughs> oh. I'm
2: fucking ready for
0: retirement. This is bullshit. Here's the grin. <laughs> Close your <Yeah>. mouth, Johnson. <laughs>
1: I get the job done. <laughs> I have your
0: goddamn badge. He's Johnson. Clint Eastwood now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He
1: basically I know, I know. He turned into Clint Eastwood. <laughs> oh. Oh, I joking. got the perp still, man. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. That, was, although
0: that was almost, um, that was almost uh, what's his name?
1: Uh, to do with Eastwood. I don't really know how to do an You have it to close in, your mouth and try to talk with your it mouth It was an
0: Eastwood, but it kind of went towards uh, uh, the guy who's a cop in Louisiana. We were talking about last week with his fake Aikido. He's a Russian. Oh, Help me out here. Greenhaw? No. We were talking last week before oh. the pod about what's his name and his fake Russian Aikido stuff. Uh, He's an actor Oh Steven Seagal Uh, Yeah Steven Seagal How did I forget Steven Seagal Oh yeah Yeah so Terry Sounds like Steven Seagal I
1: I don't know what I'm gonna
0: do here But I got my grin And you're not Taking my badge
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna work I got 17 bullets (laughs) You've got two All I need is none (laughs) (laughs) I know I know know. whoa Terry I know I I have never heard of an 80's movie god damn (laughs) it Terry calm down I was not in a movie I got none
2: all the need is none oh god damn it oh we have to start making movies I kind of want it's going to be in drone stab I kind of want Danny Glover to show up Oh, yeah. Yeah. He makes everything better. I would put Danny Glover against a Grinning Man. Totally. He is a comfort zone. He <laughs> no, is too we... old for this shit and has been since the 80s. And that's true, yeah. But he will still yeah, handle yeah. that ever And he'll been fucking kill been.
0: a Predator in a harpy. I don't right. care what you guys right. say, he will kill that we Predator. We are not going
2: down the Predator 2 right. rabbit hole with you.
0: So inter- uh, interdimensional, possible, intergalactic, paranormal police force. That's one of the theories. That have the worst visage, or
1: visage,
0: whichever one you want to say. I like visage. Visage, that's visage the yeah. That's the is. American way. It's right. the
1: worst look. But, Possible. So, some of them exp, lo, explain it like when they explain it. I saw in my mind the Resident Evil huge thing. I but see, some of them are they just say they kind of have a like, toothy kind of grin, right? Yeah, yeah. And the first one, it's he, he's out in the real world, just like standing in the bushes, not giving fucks. Apparently, yeah, it's not. they like, "This little behind you." He's giant thing. No, 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 no. Then he looks around and there's a giant thing there. But then other ones are like. Seem like they're more paranormal. Not that this couldn't be, but like, it's it's hard to. I'm trying to.
0: No, this kind of crosses all boundaries of,
2: uh, you know, yeah, because there's much a lot of similarities.
0: Paranormal,
1: yeah.
2: Which if they are
0: some sort of interdimensional, you know, I
2: mean, it might be. Here's the thing: like, say they don't do much, right? Yeah. Now, Nick Redfern, uh, famed paranormal author and cryptozoologist, and uh, he's been on a lot of TV shows. Good guy also writes for uh, Mysterious Universe. He proposed, which I thought was interesting, that these things might be trying to put people at ease by smiling at them, but completely misinterpreting oh. what their faces are capable of. So I think people smile at each other to say, "Hey, it's all good," but they are just built genetically or whatever. It's like terrifying. Yeah, faces that do not. It's like the worst hug, like the worst hug ever.
0: Yeah. Like my hands are knives. Give me a hug. <laughs> yeah. You're like,
1: no, I'm Edward Scissorhug over yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, why, Ricky the Cactus? <laughs> 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 he just tries. Ah, he tries so is. hard.
0: Ricky the cat. Ricky the cactus and Terry the inter intergalactic interdimensional intergalactic cop. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Who's too old for this? You shit. Is he a I'm, Galaxy I'm Ranger? I'm retiring. He could be. Oh, he could be a Galaxy Ranger. Okay. So that says, other that's an interesting theory. theory.
2: There are others who suggest that much like Marvel Comics watchers, these beings turn up at scenes of high strangeness, such as UFO sightings, alien abductions, flying humanoids, the like, to simply observe the proceedings as they unfold and perhaps make a note of it in some ethereal ledger. Right. Watchers. It oh, that kind like of the, makes sense. If they're just the galaxies if a, like secretaries, if UFO sightings and Mothman sightings <laughs> and reptoid abductions, if they're a, involved with all three of these things. Or, but not directly involved, but just there. Are they just like, "Hey, what's up?" Just like fucking yeah. space voyeurs. It could be. Like I'm just here, just here to watch, man. I'm not involved. I'm you know third person press. No, Don't worry. It could be. If there was a
1: little more evidence of where they were seen in, in that immediate vicinity, something happened. You know, like, yeah, like if they were like in the bushes and they just and they found out in that house and they then something weird fucking happened in that house, like right. a day later or. Right. You you know what I mean? Yeah. At that time, it'd be like, oh, what Or like in the Patterson footage, you look at the background, there's a grinning man, you're like, oh,
0: look at that. That would make a lot of sense. That would make a lot of sense. Yeah, no, I I can see that. It's again, it's
2: just a wild speculation. You know, yeah. I I like the whole, you know, watchers or like the anti-monitor from DC. Creepy. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. The other, or I should say another hypothesis speculates that Cold and his ilk (laughs) might be affiliated with the notoriously secretive group known as the Men in Black. While many believe that these anachronistically attired individuals are agents of a clandestine government organization hellbent on preventing the disclosure effects surrounding extraterrestrial visitations, there are others who are equally convinced that the sharp features and strange speech patterns mark them as extraterrestrials who, for reasons beyond our ability to comprehend, seem just as preoccupied with gathering information about UFO incidents as Earthbound investigators. MIBs were allegedly encountered throughout the Point Pleasant area during the Mothman flap, and many harrowing encounters with these agents slash entities include descriptions of wide, toothy grins. Is there an association between these quasi-paranormal investigators or uh, of the unknown and the Grinning Man phenomenon? I don't fucking know. I don't think so. Yeah. No. But... That's just another theory that's well, been thrown the, out there. The
0: Men in Black angle is kind of interesting because there are some reports of Men in Black where, like, they show up and they're just bizarre. Like they have weird, like, like you said, like, like you were saying, ticks, like, yeah, and, and like, waxy, like, and, weird, like and, almost, yeah, almost like skin. they're wearing, like yeah, like they're in like a, a really bad disguise. Yeah, which is also said about, and I brought this up in the intro um, from the Space Brains of Palos Verdes, and we're going to do a podcast about this too. Is Valiant uh, Thor? The alien right. that worked with Eisenhower to get the treaty with the Greys. What that a great can, name too! Yeah, that they can <sighs> abduct us and we can ha- have tech trades and keep the peace. But kind of the same thing with him, where he has this wax. I think he was purple though, wasn't he? I
2: I don't remember.
0: I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm messed up on my alien Thor lore, but um, but there are some weird reports with Men in Black where they're just
2: almost. They almost seem like they're aliens in disguise. I think there's probably. I mean, there's certainly. Government organizations that sent investigators out, probably some in plain clothes, as it were, to investigate events. No doubt about it, especially in right. the 60s and, and 50s and, and, you know, times of, you know, war and, and struggle. They, they want to make sure, and plus they're looking for commies or whatever else they're fucking doing. But some of these encounters are decidedly weird yeah they're not yeah. just dudes in like thin black ties and fedoras and sunglasses you know they're not just will Smiths and Tommy Lee Jones rolling up with their eye blasters or whatever. they're really strange featured <clears throat> strange speaking often. Said to be Asiatic, but that's because they have really slanted eyes, but almost like inhumanly slanted by some accounts. Not
0: sort of like an alien, like yeah. like like, uh, like a gray. Sort of some some uh, descriptions of grays. They have really small, just sharp little slits for eyes. Yeah, that's crazy true. Little, so
2: interesting. Mm. Um, I don't know well, if any of those three descriptors really hits the spot. Though I love the cosmic cop theory. Yeah, but, the
0: cosmic cop yeah, theories.
2: No, they they're all the
1: same kind of stretch. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, well, there's since
0: n- there's really not nothing to base it off of, other than that these paranormal events happen, whether it be uh, injured cold or uh, you know the in these you know, obviously New Jersey, but these and there's a h- bunch of other reports too, like random little reports of these grinning men
2: showing up and uh, often yeah. in bedrooms.
0: Often, yeah, and 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 yeah, it's yeah. That's a, the it's other weird bedroom, thing about those. That, that, that's maximum paranormal.
2: So let's break this down with what we know. I, again, I think it's pretty tough to injured cold as fascinating as that case is. And I cannot wait to really delve into that. I don't know if I necessarily think that's a grinning man. I get what Keel was talking about. He's got like reflective clothes and a a shitty grin, but I I don't know if you're just going to talk about uh, Munov and Yankitis and then (laughs) Zanfretta all those years later, like 12 years later, and maybe a handful of other ones where it's. You know the same bald, beady-eyed, seven-foot-tall, super-grinning freak. Right. Yeah. What could they possibly be? Why would they be present where other things are happening? That's
0: kind of the the. That's the that's the big question. I guess question. Is like why yeah. like these bizarre things are happening, and then all of a sudden these guys show up. But you can see
2: why it it wrecked a portion of my childhood.
0: Oh yeah, totally. Well, I, no, totally every time totally. I, I
2: was just I was waiting for it, just grinning ear to ear with these tiny little yeah, eyes. It's bad but, enough you, yeah, eat, it's I bad socks, you got a poltergeist, and all of a sudden
0: you got a grinning man. Yeah. Go, What's going on around? Nope, nobody yeah. needs it. And don't they Don't they like, communicate like telepathically? Isn't the whole thing?
2: Well, or... I don't know specifically. Some okay. people say they speak to them directly. Injured cold was allegedly telepathic. telepathic. I
0: don't think I'm thinking of
2: injured cold. Um, yeah. Pierre Zanfreda. I, th- I'm not sure if that was telepathic or not. To be honest, offhand, right. but he did get abducted immediately after his encounter, which is again something we'll cover when we do that story. So he, you know, he was in a, he was amidst a series of abductions. And these guys, is- and he sees this. He's in a, alone. He's at a gas station pumping gas. He sees this fucking tall, yeah. bald, fucking freaky dude. It it communicates with him in some way, and then a minute later he's being yeah. teleported in a cloud
1: to a spaceship. Yeah. So this is like the the weird kind of vague Mothman connection, I guess. Yeah. Shows up, shit happens. That kind of communicates maybe sometimes. Well,
0: even the same thing in New Jersey where there's the uh, Dupont uh, Explosives Factory, the the, the uh, UFO sighting, and then there's this thing, you know, looking in the windows. Yeah. Right. Is right. weird. Frankenstein. Yeah, babe, Frankenstein in the window, dude. The scariest thing ever. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting. It it does, you know, obviously because they are tied to these different. Uh,
2: and just for the yeah, record, events. Just for the record, uh, Zanfreda was spoken to while he watched this creature, and it spoke without moving its lips. Yeah. So yes. Well, it's
0: the same thing with the dude with um, injured cold.
2: Yeah. It was this the the same deal. So him, as much yeah. as I want to say injured cold doesn't sound like a grinning man, the more we talk about it. Kind of fucking sounds like a grinning man.
0: Yeah, but when you get into the whole backstory and where they go, mm-hmm. like it's it, it gets. A oh, yeah, there's it. a whole it story is... there,
1: and there's there's things that he says, he or she, whatever. Yeah, that's a little skeptical. However, oh, oh, yeah.
2: but back to the grinning man. And he, I don't wow. know what the fuck it is. It's I don't horrible. know. It's creepy, dude. It's horrible. It's, uh, super creepy. I, I,
1: fucking know. hangs out. Could be worse. Could be worse. It though. could be worse. I mean it Yeah, could, it I could, mean it could Maybe it's like a people. really
0: It's like a real shitty Support system of aliens <laughs> that are like Oh, we feel bad For these poor little Hairless apes That keep getting unducted. Let's go and just Try, try yeah. to like, show up Like it's gonna be okay And it just They suck
2: yeah, no. <laughs> They're the worst Terry, get yeah. down there Make
0: this guy feel good We're about to probe him They're like the Anti-candy striper yeah. oh, like, Does, God, that, that, make, does, a a does that make
2: sense? Yeah, right? they, they help people In hospitals, Yeah, and these guys Are the anti-version Okay, alright That's fair That's a strange grab But I'm willing to go it's you? Weird, yeah, yeah. weird. 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 I no. Mean, yeah, what if they're just some
1: sort of asshole bloodhound?
2: Oh, like oh they, sniff out, like, they you know, just right? to, that, yeah, they yeah. just
1: they have to stand there and sniff the deal. They show up, sniff and sniff like, the <laughs> deal. <laughs> that might be, any, re- that oh, might be a new T-shirt right Oh there. my fucking god, sniff the deal. Yeah,
0: <laughs> um, yeah, no, it could be, I, I, <laughs> could be. It just it's that I, connection between uh, events happening yeah. and them being, you know, yeah, mostly, mostly random. Yeah, but not, yeah, not always. That's
2: the key. There there there's a consistency of description, height, bald, no one's really noticing ears and noses, the horrible grin, the beady eyes, the reflective clothes more often than not, or questionable or weird choice in
0: fashion and questionable breastplate.
2: But what they're doing there, what their purpose seems to be, how they are affiliated, if at all, with, with any the greater thing. phenomenon. <laughs> Yeah,
1: I yeah, know. That's no, why
2: you know, cosmic cops, watchers of old. You know, unless what? maybe
1: these people are
0: just seeing real freaky dudes that got real. Because I mean, we've yeah, all yeah, seen. Yeah, I'm trying
1: to yeah. think weird. of some sort of weird culture thing that might may, may have started something, but I just can't figure out.
0: No, but I mean, you just what you know, really, like you're you know at what I mean? Walmart. like, something. I do. like you're a Walmart shopping, and there's just always you know, like some a weird,
2: sketchy a motherfucker. Weird
1: dude, and you're like, oh, this guy really, yeah, but.
2: So you notice if he's I'm got fucking a nose. I'm just, well... I know.
1: Here comes the mummy nurse again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like, I'm just,
0: uh, it's a t- part of the show where well, we have to bring it down. we are right. always bring here. Back. Electronics. I mean. <laughs> Twitching.
1: <laughs> the weird mummy nurse. Nice.
0: But, you know, I mean, maybe these people are just seeing... Um, you know, weird looking. I mean, I don't know. People have weird features. Like I have Ancient Aliens hair, so people oh. might. Well, you, know. you do now.
1: I do. Yeah, and I, sometimes when I smile,
0: like I got. I was trying
2: to figure big. it out all pod.
1: I'm like, what does it look like? I'm it going for Giorgio Sucklus. Yeah, you've,
2: yeah. you've nailed it, my friend. <laughs> If you,
0: if you watch him in season seven, it's pretty I can't ridiculous. A oh yeah. Seven.
2: Yeah. it got obscene for a while.
0: Yeah.
1: Is he yeah. Lion O pretty much now at this point? Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> is he a fucking Thundercat? Yeah, he's basically a Thundercat. Oh, so right.
0: maybe okay, so it's possible to say that all these people all they're doing is uh whether it's sleep paralysis, whether it's night well, terror. Some of them are happening. You're I'm, right. Some yeah, people I'm wake up you see them. Okay. But like even these kids in in uh in New Jersey, uh was it Yang Yankitis, yeah. and Yankitis Mienov? And Mienov? Yeah. Mouse, and mouse, and Yankitis. And Yangtze River, Dude, and mouse uh, and Yankitis. It's like a sweet cloak and dagger team. It also sounds like
2: a disorder. <laughs> like, oh yeah, he was diagnosed. No, Yankitis. it's like a grotesque mouse and Yankee. Oh, mouse, Yankee. mouse. Oh,
0: oh, mouse yeah. and Yankee.
1: No, it's holes. Hey, mouse. <laughs> <laughs> they they both talk the same, so whatever. Shut up. I do what I want. It's my story. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I, 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 god.
0: god. Okay, so again, um. Maybe they're just seeing just weird, freaky people.
2: It's a possibility. We've seen we weird, freaky we people. We can't completely rule it out. It just seems particularly odd that particularly tall people with all these other features, right, and glossy clothes. Yeah,
0: yeah, and that's kind of weird too.
2: Where weird shit happens.
0: All right. All right, but just real quick, think about the things around our own town where there's a dude playing a guitar on a bridge and the guitar isn't there, or there's a dude walking around our local downtown reciting King Arthur
2: for years. Yeah, I know. So there
0: are weird, freaky people.
2: There are, which but, is cool because but they you know, have what?
0: faces. They're on their own jam. Yeah, and they're doing their thing. You're right. But, they're not, they're but having, if, I mean, if you like an
1: aggregate though of like people that know this and haven't described them, you might be like that's an older person right wearing something, something and you might have some a lot of things to connect to be like oh this they're the same person when we know they're not you <laughs> yeah, know what i mean yeah, yeah
0: all right well we just got we, we got to bring it down a little bit just to give the explanation and there really
2: isn't one No, so no there you no, go no no, no. <laughs> i mean it's real or it's not uh, r- it's r- real it's, drugs, real, it's horrible. yes no drugs I mean, not in all of the cases. Okay, diabetes? Some of yeah, them. There there too many. It's always Perfect. drugs or diabetes, maybe. Yeah, drugs diabetes, yeah. possibly.
1: <laughs> the only real one is the dude with the fucking Doctor Who coat. <laughs> doctor Who coat? The, he's got the play at the... Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, yeah. got like an yeah. off Doctor Who coat. <laughs> he's got right? a yeah, like, Tom
0: I, Baker set yeah. he
1: he's got a weird Doctor Who he's coat. has got the classic so Doctor Who I don't know about coat. that one, but... yeah.
0: Yeah, well, the the injured cold one is uh, that this launches into a whole other set of yeah, things. Yeah, I look Zephreda, forward to that. is kind of interesting, though, because the dude gets abducted by these nine-foot draconians, basically. But then eventually it comes down to, like, the worst thing is, not the worst thing, but the most shocking thing is the Grinning Man showing up. That's freaky. Same thing with Mothman. Well, Mothman's injured cold. Um, but in New Jersey with the, the UFO sighting. So Well, Mothman
2: is injured cold and that weird thing that was over young Miss Lily's bed. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so there's technically so two of there's, them. Oh, yeah, and there's, the Lily's.
1: You know, unless the unless Cold
0: is completely separate from the Mothman, but the thing over the girl's bed was the Grinning Man.
1: I feel like they're probably, okay. I feel like they're separate. They I agree are, with Chris right? in
2: that I think they're separate, but it still doesn't, it doesn't help us It'd get no, any no, closer no, to in, the truth. In, 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 no, no, it, it no doesn't. No way, shape, or form yeah, can no. we get... Because there's nothing to hold on to. Yeah, like, yeah. The kids just saw this thing. And yeah. it maybe chased a lady earlier. I'm talking the kids in Elizabeth, New Jersey, in 1966. Right. In Kytis and Munov. Right. Um, they, they just saw it. And it noticed them and looked at them. And it looked horrible. Tor- and they were terrified. Yeah, yeah. Understandable. Yeah. They're yeah. kids. They were already paranoid about this chasing episode from earlier. So... You can't even necessarily say it was dangerous. You can't say that it had Maleficent intent. Right, there's no There's, right. there's yeah. no it way of knowing. Maybe you just, he just really like that house. He's like, damn, I, yeah, I, know, I no, want to paint my fucking right. spaceship this color. Or, or he
1: was sniffing the deal. No, oh, yeah. He was
0: sniffing yeah. the deal. That actually makes Could a be. lot more sense. Could yeah. Be.
1: That does. All it's right, a, so it's we don't a hound. Really know, uh, Thanks green... for listening. Green...
0: Yeah. yeah, we don't know what it is. We don't know what they are. Space hound. Yep, space hound. There you go. I do not I do like that theory. Space hound and or. The trackers of
1: the universe. Go yeah. beyond the stupidity of what I, how I made it come across. Yeah, it could be well, a, some sort of weird scoutboy thing. Though
2: for the idea, uh, just riffing off of what Chris was doing, where like maybe there's they sort of like even though they'd be piss poor at this job if this is what they do, sort of intergalactic diplomats that are like. I'm going to come here, oh, right. alien species hire me to come to a place first to sort of, f- or maybe even just like feel it out, like a location manager on a movie or something like, yeah. just scope the scene, see what the deal yeah. is, dude, just like a when scout. You, dude, when you got the Bigfoot and you got the
0: aliens and then you got the ghosts, you got to have someone be go. all right, break the party up, calm the fuck down, turn the music down. That's going
2: back to the Cosmic Cops Exactly. Theory. So someone hey, has to show we up. We got that. some complaints Listen. here. Terry's here. There's a mothman flying around,
0: disturbing everybody. of oh, these Jim, goddamn poltergeists mm. in <laughs> oh your my God. bullshit. Was oh that Boston? I know. It kind of was, yeah. I, wow. I don't think I wanted it to no, be, but I think it,
2: I went it there. It was like a really bad no, Kennedy. Yeah, that no, it was it's awesome. like Kennedy. I know. <laughs>
1: oh, I'm from outer space.
2: Caught the shit. Could you imagine JFK to... being so pissed at the grinning man <laughs> it's all over? Treaties off. Get
0: me the grinning man.
1: <laughs> Terry turn away kids <laughs> nothing to see here
2: Oh, fuck. i'm a bush oh. <laughs>
1: dude you just said you're a bush nothing <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> oh,
0: shit. oh my god all right well we don't know what it is but yep. it's creepy it's a bush. so uh um, yeah it's a bush. It a bush um you know as always if you have any uh more information that you'd like to add to this, uh, feel, free, feel free to hit us up. Uh, com is the website, social media, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter. And, you know, let us know what you think uh, the Grinning Man phenomenon is. Uh, we're actually we're super lucky that our listeners get a hold of us and give us like, their own takes on stuff. Yeah, I love that. Um, which is super cool, and we definitely appreciate everyone getting a hold of us. So, you know, hit us up. Let us know what you think. Um, yeah, be sure to rate and review the show. iTunes. Um, Apple Podcast app. Also, too, a big shout out to uh, our buddy John Wilde and our buddy Ev holding it down on YouTube. Word. I don't the, the podcast automatically publishes to YouTube, and you know we got we have listeners, but props to Good. John and uh, and Ev for keeping keep the comment section alive. Word here. up. So thank you guys very much. That's Sniff gonna do it. The deal. Seeing
2: the butches when I'm staring at your house. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god, that's so bad. I'm they, gonna be skeet <laughs> out when I fucking leave here tonight. I'll be like, I'll be with Mark, thankfully. But yeah, well, well, no space not I'm not gonna, protect, gonna protect you. How can I protect you? I don't I can know. Well, no I, well, do I protect you just because I'm bigger? Yes. Come on.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. that's, that's how the deal, it works. dude. Fuck.
0: Yeah, exactly. In God a, damn it, human race. In a battle scenario, we're behind you. I'm if right. we're in a battle,
2: we're behind you. Yeah. There's not much I can do Rob against Rob goes terror. first. There is. Yeah, what? You have giant hands. Yeah, well, I can hug him warmly. No, use your hands in hatred, not oh. love. That's another theory. Yeah, I didn't
1: think about that. Use your burning hands. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking to you soon. Uh,
0: Later. Use your burning hands. <laughs> God damn it. Use your burning hands,
1: Rob. I'll stop it. Don't worry. Oh I